0: Welcome. You're listening to a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation, your trusted ministry partner for planned giving. And here's your host, Kurt Knoll, Director of Member Relations.
1: Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us. We're glad you're with us today. My name is Kurt Noll, Director of Member Relations here at Barnabas Foundation. And with me again is Cindy Remersma, our client services administrator. Thanks for joining me again today, Cindy. And uh, for those of you who don't know who Barnabas Foundation is, we are a partnership ministry providing uh, detailed plan giving and and estate planning support to the donors of our roughly 200 or so member organizations across the country. Um, So any supporter um, of any of our members are are eligible to talk to us about any of their kind of complex giving situations they may be contemplating or their estate plan itself. So um, if that happens to be a need for you, feel free to reach out and give us a call. Um, today's session is part of a three, a four-part series. We're in part three, and today we're going to be talking about ways in which you can give business interests or real estate um, as a way to reduce your taxes. The session will run about 15 or so minutes, give or take. Um, it is being recorded, and so the recording will be available on our website in a day or so at barnabasfoundation.com slash reduced taxes where you can also find the recording from the last two sessions, one on marketable securities and the other on IRA gifts, um, although both of those are available on that website now. Um, if you have questions during today's broadcast, feel free to type them into the Q&A session. We'll address them as we're able to. Um, but with that, we'll dive right into the topic today of business interests in real estate gifts. And so, Cindy, first of all, when we talk about giving a business interest, what do we mean?
0: Sure, that can come in a variety of ways. Maybe someone is a shareholder in a um, a privately held C-Corp, or maybe they own an interest in an LLC, holds an interest in business. So it's gifting a shares or an interest in those business entities to charity. And by doing so, you receive a charitable deduction for the fair market value of the property that you're gifting and you avoid having to pay capital gain tax on the difference between your basis in that, that holding and um, what it's worth now.
1: Excellent. And similarly then for real estate, um, when we talk about giving real estate, what are we talking about there? Sure, S- same concept. We're giving an appreciated
0: piece of, of real estate to charity so that you can, are eligible to um, receive a fair market deduction, charitable deduction for gifting that real estate and you avoid having to recognize the capital gain that would be incurred if you were to sell it.
1: Okay. So what are, why, why would a donor want to consider doing either one of these things?
0: Yeah. So again, if if they have charitable intent, oftentimes it's looking at what is the best asset that God's entrusted to me for me to give to, to charity. And what makes the most sense for that individual donor? And that's going to vary by, by person just based on their situation. Um, but maybe they are in a, in a place where they have been managing an apartment building and they are ready to be done with that stage of their life. But yet they may have, um, it may be highly appreciated. And if they were to sell all of it, they may incur you know, a, a substantial capital gain tax on the sale of that. And they're charitable minded. So if that's the, the type of a situation where it may make sense for them to gift all or a portion of it. And that's something that I think we want to make sure that we talk about with real estate is people don't always think that they can may not be aware that they can give just a portion of it. They don't have to give all of their interest. So sometimes it makes sense for them to maybe give 25% of their interest in, in a property and not the whole thing. So that's, that's kind of, again, just one scenario where it might make sense for them if they're charitable to make a charitable gift of that property.
1: Okay. And it's the same with business interest too. They don't have to give the entire their entire interest in a business. Right. It could be a portion thereof, correct?
0: Yep. Very true. Yep. Just a portion. Maybe it's a number of shares or a percentage of their interest in, in the entity.
1: Yeah. Okay. And we can, uh, this just came up literally just a few minutes ago here at the office, but S-Corps can also be gifted, correct? We, that's, we just... Uh, accepting one today, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, that's true, they can be tricky. And that's why I wanna preface that it is so important for people to have a conversation um, with one of our planning staff. That is, the again, a great resource that Barnabas offers to all of the donors, to our member organizations, is um, access to our, our attorneys. We have six attorneys on staff now, and they are well-versed in these types of transactions and what's gonna how it's gonna best benefit the donor and the ministry that's receiving those gifts. So I, I highly recommend, especially when it comes to things like gifting X S corps or privately held um, businesses to get in contact with one of our attorneys just to talk. It's not gonna cost the donor a dime, just to have a chat with one of our, our planning attorneys to talk through what might make sense for them from their situation.
1: Great reminder, Cindy, and that's what we're here to do. We're here to serve and provide that expertise. So any, of you, uh, any donors out there that may be watching this either live right now or, or as a recording later on Uh, know that as a supporter of one of our member ministries, our expertise is available to you to talk to us at no charge. Um, if you want to reach out directly to us, I'll share our contact information at the end of the broadcast, but you can always reach right back out to the development officer or, or organization that invited you or shared this broadcast with you um, as a first point of contact, and they can route you over to us and make sure you get connected with the right person here at Barnabas Foundation to assist you. Um, gifting these things is a little more complicated than, say, an IRA gift or a marketable security gift that we've talked about the last couple weeks. So tell us a little bit about what the process is like when someone uh, has an interest in giving us you know a portion or all of a piece of real estate to our business interest Cindy
0: sure so it, it really is helpful to the donor and to the receiving charity to know as much as they can about that assets that, that is being gifted so let's just for example purposes take a piece of real estate if they' if a donor is interested in gifting a portion or all of a piece of real estate we would ask that they fill out a real estate gift application and we would do the same thing with the business interest just so that the, the receiving charity has better knowledge of exactly what they're receiving and to make Sure that we're protecting the donor and that it's a good gift for them to give and that it's a clear gift for them to give. So we ask a number of questions in this application so that we have a better understanding of, of the property and how the donor holds that property. So that would be the first step in, in making a gift of, of property. Um, Once um, the Gift Acceptance Committee, either of the receiving charity or in our case Barnabas Foundation, um, receives that application, reviews it and says, "Yep, this is a good gift for us to give, we would notify the donor of that. They then would have their attorney um, draft a a deed to deed that property over to Barnabas Foundation um, to make that gift. And that's when the gift really happens, is when that deed is transferred or if it's a business interest, if there are shares that need to be put into Barnabas Foundation's name at that that business. So that's how the gift is made. And that's the date of the gift is when Barnabas receives that deed or receives those shares in our name is when the gift happens. So that's, um, and then another step is, the next step is to be able to claim their charitable deduction. So when gifting a non-cash asset, other than marketable securities, there needs to be a valuation that the donor has to get on that gift. That, yeah, so what is that fair market value? And many times that will be an appraisal. Typically with real estate, it's done through an appraisal. Um, also with the business may be done um, as well on the value of a business. So there needs to be a value stated for that, that gift that's donated. Um, and there's certain requirements. Again, we can help the donor making sure that they're aware what those requirements are. But that is how the valuation is set based on an appraisal of that real estate. And that's how the fair market value is determined. So the deed is made, Barnabas then would hold that that property and own that property. Then we would typically move to the next step and that is liquidating those shares or that that property. Um, And oftentimes we will connect with the donor. if They may have a real estate agent that they're interested in us utilizing to liquidate that property. Um, We're happy to to, work with that donor. But again, we'd be Barnabas selling that, that property to do that. We work with the donor on making sure that they're comfortable with that process along the way. Um, But we would then work towards liquidating the property and selling it. And then there's cash available to um, go on to the ministry. If again, if Bernabas is receiving that property, that's how it would
1: work. We have a couple questions that popped in. The first one I'll go ahead and address um, about our attorneys, are they licensed in all states? Um, So just to clarify on this, while we have attorneys on staff, all of which are maintaining their bar credentials in the states in which they're licensed in, We're not a law firm itself. And so on any gifts like this or any advice we provide related to estate planning, we're here helping someone draw up a plan and the design. And ultimately you will need, the donor will have to consult local counsel um, to be their attorney um, to draft any final documents. Um, We cannot act in as anyone's attorney as we're not a law firm itself. I hope that clears that question up for you. Um, And then secondly, is there a recommended gift minimum limit for the value of these kinds of gifts? Um what do we what do we typically look at there from a, a minimum level for for business and real estate gifts, Cindy?
0: Yeah, um typically fifty thousand is kind of the minimum that we're working with. I mean, just because of all of the administrative work that needs to be done, um we have found that gifts that less than fifty million at fifty excuse fifty thousand just doesn't make sense to go through and to incur all the additional you know items that need to happen in order to make those gifts.
1: Okay. So you touched on a few of these already, but I'm gonna ask you to kind of roll through it again. As donors contemplate thinking about making this types of gift, what are the, some of the key considerations that, we need, that we're very mindful of about uh, these, these things? What are we looking for in terms of pitfalls or problem areas or issues?
0: Sure, so there's, there's a, a number of things. First of all, please, um, if you're thinking about it, contact us as early as possible. You need to make sure one of the, the stipulations is that there is no prearranged sale on, on a gift. So as soon as you're contemplating making a gift, um, contact Barnabas to see if it's a gift that makes sense. And we, like I said, we will walk you through that and, and, and make sure that that's, that's the fact. And then the second part is to make sure that it's an appreciated gift, and that it, it truly is an appreciated property, especially in the, in the area of real estate, and because otherwise it makes sense, more sense, it's more efficient for the donor to liquidate that property on their own, claim the, the, uh, a loss on their, their tax return, and to give cash to the ministry that they want to benefit. So that's another, another key item. Another one relates to um, debt encumbered property. And I don't wanna get too much into the weeds here, Kurt, but I just wanna state that that is an issue that um, our planning attorneys would talk to the donor about is to um, the best property that that can make a good gift is one that is not encumbered by debt. So that's another thing to to consider um, when deciding if it's a good gift or not. Uh,
1: Another question that came up um, as uh, about these types of gifts is what if the donor still you know, especially when it comes to rental real estate, for instance, what if the donor you know, doesn't want to have the hassle of this apartment building anymore, but still needs an income stream?
0: Sure. So um, it, these gifts do not have to be what we call outright gifts where you're giving the, um, the, the full gift to charity. What they can do is they can fund a life income agreement. Um, typically a charitable remainder trust when it's gifts of businesses or, or real estate um, they could fund a, a charitable remainder trust where they could receive an income stream from that, um, from that trust going forward. And those income streams typically with a trust can be, you know, five, six, 7% is usually the payout from those, those trusts. So yeah, definitely, again, one of those things that, you, that we would recommend that you talk to our planning attorneys about if there is a, a desire to have income from making that gift is to talk about those, those options that are available.
1: Great. Um, one last question I've got for you, Cindy. Um, so from a tax deduction standpoint, these gifts tend to be larger. They tend to generate some fairly substantial tax deductions, but we're limited under a, um, uh, uh the tax code to only be able to deduct up to 30% of our adjusted gross income from asset-based gifts. Um, but that can be carried forward. Correct.
0: Correct. That can be
1: carried forward.
0: So and again, in all of these types of gifts, we really recommend that the donor also be in contact with their CPA because their CPA is going to know a lot of the history of the of the property and will have a really good knowledge whether it makes sense for the donor to make the, a gift of real estate or business interest. And so again, we the, the best scenario on these gifts, is when we can get our planning attorneys together with the donor CPA and the donor's attorneys and and they can get together and come up with the best solution for the donor.
1: Excellent, very good thoughts. Appreciate your help, your your sharing your expertise in this area today. And I hope this today's session answered some questions for you. If you're out there and you have uh, an interest in real estate or business interests that um, you believe uh, might be a charitable opportunity, um, as Cindy indicated, give uh, your development officer at one of our member ministries a call that you're in a relationship with, or you can always contact us, uh, us directly here at Barnabas Foundation. We're happy to talk with you and help you come up with the best plan that's most tax efficient for you to be able to execute your uh, your charitable giving with. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach us at 888 888- 448-3040, or you can reach us also at info at com. And as I mentioned, the recording of this broadcast will be available, oh, in the next 24 hours or so at com slash reduce taxes. And finally, if you have an interest, join us next week. Uh, our final part of our four-part series, we'll be talking about farm commodities and other property Uh, that's similar to farm commodities related to uh, gifting uh, fully depreciated equipment uh, that potentially if sold could generate a lot of ordinary income uh, that's taxable to you. So we'll be touching on those topics next week. Until then, be blessed. God bless you. and We'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for listening. This has been a members-only broadcast brought to you by Barnabas Foundation. Learn more about the variety of resources, tools, and training available to you by logging into the Member Center at www.barnabasfoundation.com.